Within, I'd probably say less than a year, I went from homeless to you now making like 60K. I, I cannot just punch the clock for 30 years and call it a career or a life. That's not gonna be me. And that's one of the things for me that, that I've never wanted to live with was regret. In order to grow in life, you you have to put yourself out there. When you were I don't know, 17, 18, 19, whatever, like late teens, you ended up homeless. I never thought I would be in that kind of a situation. There's fear, there's doubt. What I had hoped was gonna go was not going. It's a time that you know you dig deep and find out who you are, who you spend the majority of your time with. You could probably say you're gonna end up like them or you're gonna be stuck there. Elevate your mindset, elevate your personality and become a person of value. You get into a negative headspace very easily. When you get into that low headspace, it brings you to low inertia. Until the last 10, 20 years realized how damaging yes. negative self-talk is, even as a joke. Practicing gratitude. Gratitude is the attitude, always. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Vibe with Humanity podcast. I'm your host, Trevor. Today's guest is Matt Cron. Matt went from a homeless teenager, essentially, <laughs> yeah. to scaling a multi-million dollar trucking company. So today we're going to hear a little bit about his work techniques, his personal philosophies, his mindset, and what that story looked like. And I think you'll be able to see, oh, he did this one step at a time. This wasn't handed to him. He didn't get lucky. And our intention with this show is to show you what those steps look like. So Matt, I appreciate you coming to do this. Hey, thank you for having me. And, uh, and I'm grateful and uh, uh, I take a lot of uh, honor and pride in sharing this seat with the same kind of people that you've had before me and uh, you're gonna have after me. Well, to start, what what kind of things make you passionate? What are you happy about in life? What, like when you're not working and maybe the kids and the wife are going for groceries and you got six hours to yourself, whatever, what do you want to do with that time? Well, I don't get six hours. So, <laughs> as soon as I said I, that, I, I thought we are going to just I don't get, But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just passionate about life uh, in, in general. Uh, a lot of things, um, you know, that I'm passionate about now are things that uh, maybe I had lack of in my life. So uh, being a good father, a uh, good husband, um, you know, uh, those kind of things. Are, you love being a dad, man. It's so cool to watch. I didn't have a dad for a lot of years. Um, and, and even if I did, but, uh, you know, uh, I've had people in my life tell me that, like, you know, your kids hit the dad lottery. I mean, they're, 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 they're lucky. You That's know? how I feel, man. I've called you before, yeah. man. One's sick. The other one hates me. Yeah. I can't do this. And you're yeah. like, oh, man, this is the best life ever. Yeah. No, Two kids. One yeah. pooped on me. I love yeah. it. No, it's, <laughs> you know, it's just, uh, you know, not everybody's fortunate enough to do so. And, uh, and I, I take it as a challenge, and, and, and uh, I think it's high reward. Um, of course, there are frustrations, yeah, but no, I'm just really passionate about, um, you know, kind of breaking the cycle. Um, you know, uh, I come from a, well, I came from a two-parent household, but there's a, a period of time, a lot of years, that one was vacated. Um, so I, I try to reach back to those times and how I felt and, and how I can improve and, uh, you know, teach my kids uh, lessons that weren't taught to me. Um, you know, obviously throughout that time, I, I learned a lot on my own. Um, so I, I'd like to, you know, share that and, and help my kids so they can get um, uh, a lot further ahead faster than I did. Put it that way. When you were, I don't know, 17, 18, 19, whatever, like yeah. late teens, you ended up with, you know, homeless, like yeah. no place to live. And um, I know one of your bigger personal philosophies is like, hey, when something's not working, there's two things I love. Yeah. 
when life hits with pressure, you push back with equal yes. pressure. But 100%. another one is when something's not working in life anywhere, you try something different. 100%. So when you ended up at that point as a teenager where you don't have a place to live and you're living yeah. in cars and kind of couch surfing yeah. and things like that, what was that moment like where you realized this isn't working and I need to try something different? Real dark, you know, and, I, and, <laughs> yeah, I and, 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 and that's not a bad thing, you know, uh, uh because you know we, we all experience we, we all experience things differently, and emotions is what sets us apart than from robots, right? I mean, but when I mean dark, it's it's it, you know lonely. There's fear. There's doubt. There's you know uh, what I had hoped was going to go was not going. It's a time that you know you dig deep, I guess, and find out who you are, right, as a person individually, and what you're capable of. But trying something new, uh, in the sense that you know. Um, you know, you don't want to give up per se, but uh, you want to, um, you know, Winston Churchill, you know, he says, uh, uh, you know, well, I'm going to butcher this. It, it, he, uh, it's um, success is when you fail and then try again and fail, but don't lose enthusiasm. Huh. Right. Yeah. So, so, you know, failure is part of all of it, right? First attempt in learning, F-A-I-L. So when you fail, you find out what you need to do different the next time. It's not an end game, right? It's uh, effort never dies. It's not the end, right? You keep on going. Um, so at that know. point when you had basically failed at, at having a place, what did you So uh, Yeah, at that point, I'm failing in life. Yeah, right? I didn't want to say <laughs> yeah, it. <laughs> right? I mean, I mean, you're rock bottom, and you don't know where to look or what to do. Uh, could you break it down to simply, you know, how am I, what am I going to do next? Where am I going to get my next meal? Where am I going to generate income, money, right? Uh, first thing is a job, clearly. Um, and, and that's just what uh, I decided to do, which was like, hey, you know, whatever I was doing the previous, whether it was, you know, uh, making monies in alternative ways, wasn't, wasn't working, right? I got to go back to square one uh, and find somewhere to work uh, because, you know, uh, I've worked all my life, so it's find somewhere to work, get a good job, solid, bring in some income. Uh, with income, I have opportunities, right? Uh, so the first thing was to get an income. And food. Uh, and food, yeah, Pretty no important. doubt. And shelter, right? I mean, you never think you're going to be, uh, I never thought I would be in that kind of a situation. I reflect back on it a lot, and I don't, you know, uh, I would have wished things were different, but I don't regret it in a sense. It was a huge learning experience for me. And I try to, uh, you know, as people say, remember where I came from. Um, so, you know, uh, it's a very humbling experience that I, you know, um, I often reflect back to hundred percent. Yeah. And uh, that was when it, the turning point when I was like, oh, wow, dude, he's really going is when you got your trucking job at the big company. Yeah. So, um, I got on, uh, you know, worked hard, but at that time, um, you know, what was this? 2003, maybe, um, at two, in 2003, it was an old school, which was like, hey, you know, we're, we're taking applicants on this day at this time. Um, I, I showed up there hours early, and I was like fourth in line, but they would bring 20, 30 people in. And essentially, if you followed everything that was, you know, necessary, you got the job. But that was a turning point for me because, you know, within, I'd probably say less than a year, I went from homeless to, you know, making like 60K. You know, and back in 2003 or four, that was great money. I've worked all my life. Um, you know, I remember throwing papers back when I was three, four years old to help the house, you know, our household. I don't come from a wealthy background. Uh, but, you know, I have a job when I was young, third, you know, I'd probably say seven, eight years old, you know. Um, and then 
I got a job as soon as I could, um, you know, in high school to have, generate some extra income. So I'm a worker. Uh, and that was uh, something that was very different when I was homeless was I was unable to work. And it was kind of crippling because I wanted to work. I just didn't, um, you know, have the resources at the time, if you will. But yeah, a lot of hours, a lot of hours, uh, but making good money. So I didn't care. Uh, you know, making good money. And, and that's just what I knew. And it became stagnant. I got stuck in that. And in, in, um, I was happy, but I became stagnant because it was working, right? Like, like it was for me. It was working for me. Working all the hours was working for me because I saw the end result, which was money. I was making good money. Um, but basically from that job, when I was uh, about 20, 21, up until uh, 31, you know, 10 solid years, I worked for... Uh, two companies in that time. One, actually, maybe um, 21 to early 30s, 32 or 3. Um, you know, I was stuck and in, in just working. And, and it was after that at about 30 or so where I became lost again. So it was working. I was making good money. Uh, but I was losing myself. I had exceeded my limit in said category or said job, if you will, said industry, right? And how did you identify that you had exceeded that? I became depressed, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I became depressed in the sense that, um, you know, I felt like this was it, right? Like, like, uh, you know, the main thing that got me um, moving, if you will, lit a fire under me was, you know, I, I would go hit that key card on that and hit my badge to get into the building. And I'd see some guys that maybe had been there for 30 years, you know, and it, and it, it brought me physical pain. It's like, I can't be that. I won't be that. that that's not going to be me. I can't. That's my personality. Yours, too. Um, I, I cannot just punch the clock for 30 years and call it a career or a life. That's not going to be me. You know, if people out there love their jobs, um, that, that there's, no, there's no slack on that. There's no, you know, there's, that's not a bad thing for my type, for my personality, for, you know, who I you know, wanted to be, uh, I knew that working for somebody else just wasn't going to work for my personality. Yeah. You um, got to know yourself too. I, I did 10 years working for other people and I loved it. I yeah. just, that was what I thought that I wanted to do until Correct. I got to the point that you're describing where I became depressed. I was yeah. not challenged. I became bored and I was like, man, I am so grateful for where I am, but mm. I just know that I can do better than this and mm. be happier. Yeah. I'm no, no that. question. No question about it. And, and I think, you know, over time, um, you know, everybody will get to that point, but the, there's a lot of, well, what's next? How, what do I do yeah. next? Right. So and, what and, was it for you? Well, that's a million dollar question, right? For me, I just knew that, you know, driving truck, right. Uh, working phys being physical and, and driving truck, um, is, is what I'm good at. Um, so, um, you know, let me do it for myself because at the time I, I felt like, Hey, you know, and I think at my last job, I, you know, I was, I was touching close to 80,000 a year, working a lot of hours, mind you, but t touching close to 80,000 a year. I mean, that's great money, yeah, especially but, 20 years ago. Yeah, it, well, yeah. But when you break it down for yourself, it's like, okay, over 52 weeks, you know, I can do this myself, right? I can make that much on my own, uh, within the, um, you know, within the boundaries of how I want to do it. Right. Uh, so my wife was pregnant with her, our first daughter and I said, hell, you know, I'm just going to quit my job. So I went out, you know, uh, bought myself a truck and decided, hey, this is what I'm going to do. And, uh, and, it, and it took me several years in business uh, to figure out how I wanted to do a lot of failures, a uh, lot of, you know, a uh, lot of dead ends. But, um, you know, it's, it's part of the process. Did you experience 
fear when you were looking to buy the truck and then after you bought it like oh my gosh i have a semi truck like what yeah. did any a of those lot thoughts of, oh there's a lot of emotions fear was definitely one of them uh because you know in, in order to grow in life you you have to put yourself out there so there's a ton of fear all the fear anxiety doubt all of the stuff how did you handle that at the time um well i i feel like um you know i i used it as motivation right i used them as tools all that fear, I would just try to uh, combat with uh, motivation, um, uh, positivity, gratitude. Um, I, I'd use multiple tools. You know, every every emotion that I had to the negative, I'd try to combat it with an uh, emotion to the positive. So specifically, like if you felt a uh, fearful emotion, you would say something positive either out loud or to yourself, or did you write it down? Or what both. Did the actual? Okay. Yeah, both. Um, you know, I'd have postcards in my truck. Um, you know, to, to let myself know first, you know, I named my company after myself, uh, and, and I did, well, but <laughs> I don't know why that, <laughs> yeah, and that's not, not that's, not, a, that's yeah. not an ego thing, but yeah, you're but, not but an ego guy, so it, it was a purpose thing, got me. right? It was a purpose thing. I, I named the company after myself or my name is included in the company. And, and the point of doing that was so that, you know, every day I got in the truck, you know, because that time, you know, I'm flying by the seat of my pants. So every t every day I got in the truck, I knew who I was doing it for, myself, right? I, and I did that on purpose. But at any time I felt any fear or, you know, that kind of uh, emotion, I, I would just come equally as hard with the opposite, right? Yin and yang, right? Positivity, you know, today's going to be my best day, right? I like that, and and and, and that's just you know how to attack it. Did it, you ever say it out loud? Oh yeah, all the time. I mean, dude, that's awesome. I mean, I mean, you know, you know, I've been talking to myself for years. I mean, <laughs> your trucker, yeah, comes but, with the yeah, it comes with the territory. A lot of time, a lot of, a lot of hours alone. Um, so you might as well do it positive. Yeah, but you know, uh, it's uh, when I feel like when you put something out there, everybody has thoughts in their head. I don't know how many we have, ten thousand a day or sixty thousand a day. We all have thoughts, but how do you make it real? Right? You make it real by getting a pen, getting a piece of paper, putting it down. You can read it. You can stack, stick it on the wall. Um, you say it out loud, it, it, it's powerful. I feel, you know, it's worth, it's been powerful for me and we should, you know, we should all talk kindly about ourselves. You know, um, I, like I feel that. like too many people are, uh, you know, you 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 get, you get into a negative headspace very easily. And when you get into that low headspace, you know, you, you have that doubt, you have that fear. It brings the energy over yourself, brings you to low inertia. Yeah. Right? Like that's the frequency you're on. Yeah. That's kind of new information. I don't think people until the last 10, 20 years realized how damaging yes. negative self-talk is, even as a joke. Like as you say yes. like, oh, I'm just lazy. I've always been yeah. like that. Your self, soul, spirit, whatever you want to call it, does not know that you're joking. No. And it will assimilate that. And all of a sudden now you're looking for signs in life to validate the negative things you're saying about yourself. 100%. That's, at least it's new for me. No, 100% <laughs> agreed. And 100% agreed. And it's been like that. And, um, you know, uh, you know, just, just simple things, you know, uh, that you can tell yourself, you know, waking up every morning, showing gratitude, right? Just waking up to, and starting the day grateful. Right? Warm for, bed. For an, yeah, for another house. day. Yes, yes. You're already, you're already starting off ahead. Right, better than most people, and, and and that doesn't matter if you have a job or you're self-employed. That's just for everybody, you know. Uh, starting off grateful, and, and and practicing gratitude. Gratitude is the attitude always, um, but but to wake up and, and tell yourself some kind words, you you will start in a higher 
frequency, vibration, yeah. you know, whatever you know yeah. you want to call it. There's well, gr things. gratitude is dopamine. They found out yes. that it actually, and it takes a little bit too. You know, at least for me, when I started this, I didn't wake up the first day, ten days, twenty days, and I recite things I'm grateful for and feel gratitude. Yes. It's right. a practice. Yes. You get better at it. A hundred percent. I mean, I mean, look, um, you know, you, you don't go to the gym one day and see results, right? But after a hundred, you're a different, different person, right? You Good go point. to the gym, you know, a hundred times and, and you look different, you feel different. Same thing. You know, it's not a, it's not a miracle or, uh, you know, get rich quick as they say that, you know, nothing's, nothing's going to happen instantly. I feel it helps me now instantly. I mean, I, I can go from, you know, uh, furious, which I still experience, you know, uh, times of just being frustrated and furious into, you know, go back to baseline, you know, practice your gratitude and few deep breaths within, you know, a minute or two, I'm fine. Bothers my wife because, <laughs> because she, she, she can't, she can't understand, uh, you know, she thinks I'm a psycho, but. What was the biggest adversity you encountered when you started working for yourself and how did you get through that? Uh, well, I almost went out of business. I've almost been out of business multiple times, <laughs> but I mean, that's just part of it. When you go into business for yourself, you, you know, there, there's all that fear. You don't know what is, you know, it's unknown. It's unexpected. Yeah. Right. So my first year in business, I did well. Like I, I there was a lot of fear, bought the truck, didn't know how it was going to work. Didn't care. Just knew I, I needed to do it. I wasn't going to regret not doing it. So that's why I had to do it. I was able to taste success because I'm a hard worker, right? Like that. That's what, what, what I always try to pride myself on. So I just figure I'm just going to outwork everybody. So, you know, hours didn't matter. I'm, I mean, I, you know, I'm working 16, 18 hours a day. Didn't matter because, you know, I love, I love, was loving what I was doing. I was enjoying it. It was for myself. So it right? didn't feel like work. So it didn't feel like work. That's no. crucial. It's, Picking it's, something you love. Yes. You're already way ahead of the game because passionate. now it's not going to feel like work. Yeah. Passion. You're passionate about it. Right. So. Um, it didn't feel like work. It just felt like, you know, I was doing everything I was supposed to be doing. Um, but as everything in, um, you know, in, in business or in life, things go up, things go down. So there's circumstances that are without my control, economy, money, presidents, uh, obviously things go up and things go down and there's, there's no business that has like their best month the following month, right? The biggest corporations, the biggest companies have bad months, bad quarters, bad years, Same right? Same sales quotas. You have a big year, it's going to suck the next. Yeah, and you don't know that. You just expect always things, you know, to be rosy and cherry and and great. I was euphoric when I got my truck, right? This is my name on the side of it. Oh, this is great. I'm making good money. And then I start hitting roadblocks, which is like, hey, you know, uh, I still told them, you know, I was still my own boss, but, uh, you know, sometimes my attitude doesn't uh, <laughs> mesh well with, with others, right? So, so I was still my own boss and I, you know, told people, you know, what I was and wasn't going to do. And, uh, when you, when you, when you're, you're working with millionaires, you know, uh, and you're a thousandaire, they don't take too kindly to that, but Hey, you know, I don't care how much money you have. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Right. I mean, that's just what it is, but yeah, so it was working well. And then I said, well, I got to pivot, right. Which that happens. I got to pivot. I got to do something different. So I just went into more of the dry freight side. Uh, previously I had been doing more agriculture, more commodities, um, you know, hauling, uh, that kind of nature of freight, uh, you know, in, in different spec, it was more specialized, if you will. So I said, Hey, you know, I'm going to try dry freight, uh, you know, flatbed freight, uh, for people who know it, you know, a little bit about the industry, but I'm going to try something different and, and I'm going to eliminate the middleman and I'm just going to go seek out the work myself. So you niched down as they would call it Get Cor real specific, correct, correct. Niche down and, um, 
you know, was more looking for the control, right. Uh, of how much I can control and, and, and for me, you know, you know, if, if I can compare it to like the caveman days, my personality is, you know, I'm going to walk outside the cave and I'm going to go club down some meat and bring it back. <laughs> right. There's an apple tree and I can eat a thousand apples, but I want, you know, Tonight I want chicken or I want steak, you know, whatever cave. Brontosaurus. Yeah, I want brontosaurus, right? I want a, that Fred's uh, Flintstone steak. People are gonna freak out. Came yeah. in, didn't exist with dinosaurs. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, exactly. But but that's my school of thought is I'm gonna go out and hunt, right? I'm, a, and I think all men are, and I, and I think we we all have it in us, um, whether it's been pushed down over years and years or uh, been neglected or you know wasn't taught. I think all men. And I don't want to sound like, you know, I don't want this to come across as, uh, you know, men are superior to women. I love women. I love my wife. Uh, but, I, but I feel like men's, uh, you know, our, our makeup, our DNA, our testosterone, uh, fight or flight, you know, the, the kind of attributes that men have, we are uh, designed to hunt. Conquer, push. Yes. Strive. Yes. Yeah. And uh, so when I, when I felt like I'm not doing that, I need, I need to make a change because I'm, I'm doing a disservice to myself. Uh, so I niched it down, and I and I found uh, an industry that worked better for me, and I had more control. Um, so the feeling of adversity was, you know, more so what I was doing wasn't working, you know, for 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 multiple reasons. But I knew I had to make a change, and uh, you know, the money wasn't coming in because you know uh, I wasn't doing things that I should have been because I wasn't happy. Lost the passion. For Lost it. the passion. Yeah. So I had to find it. Right. I had to go find it, and, and that became where you know, which which is his trans, I don't know if I'd say transformed, but it has become a passion of mine that I didn't know I once had, which is business, right? I'm fascinated with business now. Um, I've always been fascinated with business, but, but kinds of businesses, what goes into business, um, you know, what it takes to be a good business, uh, service and all that. Um, so I went off on my own and I said, Hey, I'm going to, if I'm going to fail at this, I'm going to completely manage my own business. I'm not going to fail by someone else's account, right? Because they can't find me work or provide me work. Um, so I went and found my own, sought my own. And how long after that did you start seeing success? Did you starve at first doing that? Yeah, that was very, that was another very tough time. I mean, uh, you know, there was, you know, a lot of dark times. I went over the road and that, that's what I trans transformed to was from a local guy uh, doing local kind of work to uh, over the road more out for, you know, uh, long periods of time or going long miles, if you will. It didn't have to be long periods of time, several days, depending on what people think is a long time, but uh, actually taking longer trips, going out of state, going to, you know, to more Western states instead of just California or local Sacramento. Um, and, and that's tough because, you know, when you do that, you really put yourself out there. I mean, it's you and it's you, right? <laughs> I mean, which was great, you know, and, and I flourished and I loved it. But it was also, there was so much learning that you learn when you take yourself out your comfort zone. So you had to go for big. Yeah, I went, yeah, oh yeah, went for big. You went yeah, all uh, in. But but I knew I had to, you know, because, uh, you know, uh, you know, living in your comfort zone, you're, you're, yeah. you're, you're not going to, you're not going to grow. Do you think it's it, like necessary and important to go all in at what you're doing? To an extent, right? You don't want to bet the farmer or, you know, you don't want to bet the house. Uh, but, but yeah, you, you need to go all in. But, you know, and that's, I think, a big problem now is for, for, for guys out there, you know, coming into their mid-20s or mid-30s, you know, uh, we live in the information age. Right, it's all at your fingertips, um, and you can get so much good information online. Uh, but the problem is, I feel like it's the starter, right? The Kickstarter, like how do guys get started? 
And, and that's where you got to just put the videos down, put the put the phones down, and just put action. Right? Action is what creates a reaction. Uh, you know, there's no lazy millionaires, right? They're lazy after they become millionaires, <laughs> but 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 they're not lazy. They earned it. They earned it. Correct. So you know, no matter what it's doing, it, it put the videos down and try something. And it's okay to fail, but but try something. And you know, it may be something that you think you're passionate about, but in in the journey you know, or, or in the process, you find something that you're really passionate about, right? It's whatever makes you, your motor go, right? And whatever fuels your fire. Um, and, and it could be a number of things, but you know, um, you know, for example, what, what's, who's the number one employer of, of the world? Google? Close. The internet, ah. right? The internet. So Google in Good a sense, point. but but the internet. I mean, I mean that is, the internet is the biggest employer. So we're so fortunate. We live at the best time, ever. Yeah, uh, you and, can and, literally, if you have an idea, you find your passion, you uh, want to make it a business. You can go on YouTube or yes. Google. How do I start a snowmobile company? Yes. and then try it and just try it. You don't have to, like you said, bet yes. the house, take yeah. a second out, and buy all this fan. But do something. Yes. Move towards it, and then on the way, you can find directions within that that Correct. you're passionate about and your your level of success is up to you right i mean you could get you, you can do something snowmobiling business i mean i don't know why we keep going back there, but <laughs> snowmobiling business right but, That's but, my bad. but no but still i mean it, it, it's it's a great idea rent out snowmobiles i mean there's guys that rent out jet skis and they're, they're making 10 grand a month you know you go buy jet skis for you know i don't even know what a jet skis cost but eight ten grand use jet skis rent them out for 300 bucks a day it's a supremely passive business and that's something you can still do and maintain a job and they did just what you're talking about hey i want to start a jet ski company okay well let me go buy a jet yes. ski and then find out what permits i need yes. who do i need to contact yes. at the lake to become yes. a me you anybody can do this stuff. anybody can do it and it's all accessible so you know uh, what what you know your level of success or what your you know we everybody considers success is up to their own you know uh, discretion to, to decide if $30,000 a year, you know, helps you and gets you ahead, then that's a success. Right. But, but I feel like every, you know, we all need something, um, outside of our daily activities to keep us passionate and, and keep that's us a good point too. defining what success is for you yes. can determine what direction to even look at. There's some people yeah. you mentioned, like, you know, th there's some people that uh, might make no money and what they're doing is for free, but they're happy and they're content. I 100%. think being content and, and able to be filled with gratitude is a good place to. Yeah. There, there's, measure. there's, you know, and, and that's a big thing too, is, is, you know, what is rich? What is wealth? You know, what defines that to each individual? I think that that's, we all need to ask ourselves that it's, it's up to each individual of what defines success to them. If your intent is just to have some side money to, go on vacations with the family, uh, you know, improve your, your quality of life, by all means, go try it. And, and at worst, you're out a little bit of money, right? But, but at least you tried. Uh, and, and that's one of the things for me that, that I've never wanted to live with was regret, regret not trying. But um, it, it's, it's now easier more than ever to, uh, you know, have other um, supplemental income yeah. passive wise it's uh, too much information it's, it's, out it's there. never been easier you know so so why not at least try it um you know and, and i would just say for the people that are miserable in their current situation try it do something different uh you know and even if you fail at least you know you can always go back to a job there's always people hiring 
Um, you know, so I don't want to sound like, you know, uh, being, having a job is bad. Would I want to go work for somebody again? Hell no, never. But that's just my personality. Um, you know, and it's been my personality forever, but, uh, for people who are looking for something, you know, out there that's different from what they're getting into, just, just open up, you know, go figure out what you like and desire and figure out how to do it, you know, uh, but, but action is, is necessary. You know, um, and and you're gonna be you're gonna be tested. I mean, some of the hardest times in my life were when I you know started a business, but I wouldn't take it back for anything. You know, uh, I appreciate it all, and, and that's what you open yourself up, up to. Uh, you know, I say I, I swim with sharks all day long mm-hmm. in my business. I mean, you know, but but it's okay because I've got thick skin. But um, you know, you, when you go out there and you put yourself out there, you're gonna see a lot of reason people do find comfort uh, as their only option because. You know, they, they don't knock down that second door. You, you, you're going you're gonna to have multiple doors you have to go through, multiple walls, if you will, and you're going to have to break them all down. You know, finding that being content, it's, it's, it's about being content, not complacent, uh, you know, as, as you know. How important do you think the circle of people that you spend time with is? Huge. That's everything. Uh, you know, I, I'm a, uh, you know. I don't know if I'd say I'm a lone wolf, but I don't, I like a small circle. I, I'm not a, you know, uh, I've, n- I've never been, uh, I mean, even, you know, and I think that's why I struggled so much, you know, in school, I'm not a popular kind of guy, right? Like, like it's not a, whether I was or not, it, it was like, I'm not good at popularity contests, right? Like I don't, I don't, I don't want to do that or be that, you know, you so, don't see value there. Yeah. I don't see value there. Um, so, so in, in who you spend the majority of your time with, you could probably say you're going to end up like them or you're going to be stuck there. That's where the stagnant comes in. Right. And I, and, and that was, that, that still is a big problem for me uh, because I know um, that that's, you know, going to elevate myself and my situation. That's another thing too, that I don't think is talked about. Like, Hey, you want to hang out with the winners. You have to become a winner and you don't have to be successful before you become the person that can be successful. So if you're expecting to hang out with, super high vibrational people, as they would yes. say, or the winners, you can't be someone who's like not showering and not brushing your teeth. You have to become the person that you're trying to be and yes. then it will come to you. Yes, absolutely. hundred uh, percent. And to go on top of the showering and the brushing the teeth <laughs> is, is more just up. You have to be positive. You have to be uplifting, you know, mm. people win and, and, and I don't care who you are. We all like to win, right? Like, like, like I've never been any person that says they want to lose in life. Right. But, but to be a winner, yeah, yeah you want to win. And, and winners want to surround themselves with other winners because uh, they're driven in their high tenacity and they don't want to lose. But, yeah, you have to become that in order to, you know, because otherwise you're the bat, you know, you're, you're, the, um, you're the downer, right? Like nobody wants to hang around you. So yeah. you have to elevate your mindset, right? Elevate your mindset, elevate your personality, and become a person of value. Uh, and, and hang around with people with the same qualities and the same value and, uh, you will be rewarded. Yeah. hundred percent. Brush your teeth, clean clean your room, say nice things to yourself. You will elevate yourself and attract the, another thing too, is asking for help is I, for me, it was very, very crucial. I would go find people who were where I wanted to be and I could tell they were actually where I wanted to be, not just saying they were. And I was shocked at how many super successful people were no no hesitation yes. willing to just meet with me and give me all this knowledge. Yes. And people, because there's a thing people say, oh, you got to know people to get somewhere. Oh, he just was really connected. We all know people yes. and we all know 
dads, who's a friend of a friend, who's successful, you can literally cold call them and say, hey, I'm trying to better myself. Here's what I'm thinking of doing. You think we can get some coffee and I can ask you some questions about how you got where you are. 99% of the time, the people that you think would have no time for you will say yes. Uh, uh, no question about it because, you know, winners want to see other people win, right? My experience uh, with wealthy people or people who have gotten to a certain level is they're willing to share, but also they didn't get there by being lazy. So they're not going to allow you to be lazy to get there. Yeah, they're not a shortcut. They're, yeah, they're exactly. So, so that's what I mean is people aren't just going to share, you know, they're not just going to give the book of secrets. But they will reward you if you come with the right questions or, you know, you have the right intent. And they can smell it. They're, they're, uh, they're smart individuals, right? So, you know, they're, they're not going to give up the goods on what necessarily they're doing or is working for them. But they will give you valuable tidbits, you know. They're not going to do the work for you. They're not going to do the work for you, yeah. but, but, but they will definitely assist. You're 100% in, in, in right. They, they, they will and they do. Uh, but, but they're not going to do the work for you. So you have to be prepared and you have to, you know, think long and hard of it. It's not just like, you know, hey, how do I become what you are? Yeah. Right. Like, hey, I, I want to start a snowmobiling company. Here's the information I have thus far. Mm -hmm. How do I get a bank loan for this? Correct. What's the, how do I work with the county to yes. get permits? Who, is there anyone you know in this industry that you can plug me in and yes. maybe give me a, like real specific questions? Specific. They see, oh, he's actually trying to do this. Yes. He just wants, you know, information from me. Correct. They're usually willing to give it. You have to make sure you're asking the right questions to get the answers that you're looking for. You know, just just asking, how do I become a millionaire? I mean, you know, th that's not going to help you. Nah, you can YouTube that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right on, but, man. Yeah, but you need, you, you know, being well uh, rehearsed prior to, you know, uh, asking for the right questions is definitely, definitely key. Well, dude, thanks for giving all this information, man. Absolutely. I appreciate it. You this bet. was fun and great, and I think people in their 20s, 30s, 40s, whatever. Anyone looking to, anyone who's depressed and yeah. might not even realize it's because they don't like what they do for a living, I think this is gonna touch them. No so. doubt, you got it.